0: Hello everybody, this is Fahim Jackson and this is episode 45 of In The Know, my daily short-form podcast show which is aimed at putting people in the know, a show where I cover a variety of topics using my experiences and viewpoints in life to put people in the know. What is the know? It's the understanding that seems to be hard for people to grasp, which can make their lives a lot simpler. The following is today's intro speech, and our introduction speech is regarding allowing children to fail. (coughs) Growing up, my mother put me and my sisters in positions to fail at very young ages. We were about six or seven years old when she placed us in schools where the other students were much smarter. You are now forced to stand and deliver or be left behind. She even encouraged me to play sports. This is all based on winning and losing if you want to move forward with success. And coming back each year is a testament to how strong you are as an athlete. So what age should we truly start allowing children to fail? And what does allowing them to fail look like? Because as a parent in school, you're also supposed to help avoid failure as well. So it can be a bit of a trick basket. Why not allowing a kid to fail is a bad idea? What age? When a child is as young as seven years old, you should already be putting them in positions to lose. And the reason being is that they have to get used to losing. It's going to happen, and the earlier they learn, the better off they'll be. It's something you cannot escape. And the parent knows this best. I mean, come on, adults. How do you live in the real world? You should be able to articulate this better than the schools, even. But for some reason, parents feel by coddling their children, they're protecting them. So the longer they wait, the harder it is for the kid to understand this concept of failure. How should schools deal? With schools, it's easy. That means they should have to be willing to give bad grades. Now, that sounds like what schools should be doing anyways, but they have changed policies over the years, and now you can't even fail kids in certain situations. Some places, you have to let kids retake the quiz or test and allow for the better of the grade to be chosen. And with this type of rationale, no wonder education is losing value. But when you have enough parents encouraging this method, standards will change. This will force you to remove your child from that school because the value of that school becomes cheapened as long with that education as well. Getting back up when you fall, the word resilience needs to be punched into the minds of young kids because they don't know any better. You show them a grade that the other kids got and they didn't and they'll feel down on themselves. You have to give them confidence to get back up and that is the tough job of parenting. But you can't put everything on the shoulders of the schools because when they leave and come back home, they will be around you more than the schools. So the schools are getting the blowback from the way in which you're raised and the community from which you come from. So showing them how to get back up is a lesson plan in itself. Embracing the failure. How do you take it all in and accept the idea that they will fail? How do you make them ready? Well, like I said earlier about myself, putting them in situations where they fail. But also, if you as a parent allow them to see your failures and successes, they'll be comfortable. Yet you have to understand something that may get in the way of that, and that is unsuccessful parents. So many of these people can't put that in kids because they don't have it in them to do well in life. So these children typically have it harder to embrace failure. They either can't take it all. Or fail and no success has been all too normalized. Getting used to it. Now once you fail again and again, it makes it easier and easier to keep getting up. Because with great success comes great failure. You will never get anywhere without it. So what you must do is get it punched into your mind. The parents and schools have to punch into the head at this, that this happens. But as long as you keep getting up and getting better each time, you're in a better position than those that don't keep pushing. Trying to avoid it. This is called the trick basket. Now, when you are raising children, the goal is to keep them from failing. But you also want to be in a position to fail to get better. But if you approach the situation from a place of everyone fails, then what? See how this could be confusing to a child? Guess what? They should know. It's your job to do so. We understand what I am saying. As an adult... You know that you strive for success even in the face of failure, but failure doesn't have to be indefinite. Getting up and doing it all over again is what makes you winner from a loser. Dealing in life. In life, you have to be willing to fail and fail big in order to succeed big. But for those that take small risks, you get small returns. Now, when you want to make more gambles and increase your odds of winning, it sounds easier than it is. If you're raised to fight through it, the older you get the more you learn, and it makes it worthwhile. The end statement, why we all have to let kids fail. In order for your child to succeed in life, you must put them in a position to fail. Without failure, there's no true success. Now, how do you get that through the minds of such young people? Well, it starts when you are young. Plus, you have to allow them the opportunity to get up and try again. Don't show your fear either, or they will start to have the same fear that you project. They play off your energy. So when you approach from fearlessness, they will follow. So, thanks for listening to end The Know. And can't wait to bring the next episode where we talk about why getting an education and being educated are not the same.